Hi and welcome to the Tune to the Moon podcast. I'm Amber and you might hear what sounds like a little pig snoring next to me. It is my Frenchie Sol because I'm currently sitting on the sofa watching celebs go dating and I realised that I completely forgot to record the introduction to this week's podcast when I was in the G4 podcast studio. So thankfully I have an iPhone and it sounds okay. So welcome to episode five. The rest of this episode has been recorded in the lovely G4 podcast studio. And as always, thank you so much to the sponsors of this series, G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. And today, it is Valentine's week. Valentine's Day was yesterday, and so my guest is talking all things love and relationships. You really need to start putting yourself first. Get some self-love into your daily routine and if you're looking for love or if you've recently went through heartbreak then this pod is totally for you it's jade birkin from jaded dating people don't even realize their patterns for years i was so fixated on this one relationship in particular and i kept replaying where the relationship went wrong and i just kept dating the wrong people jade is a relationship expert and dating guru so let's get the show started Hello, Jade. Hi, Amber. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. Jade got the train here today and you might notice there is a bar. (laughs) I have seen the bar. It's great that I've somehow built a career out of myself that means I can drink while I work yeah I know <laughs> on the coffee for now yeah that's the thing cappuccino for now in half an hour you might be over there pouring yourself a vodka who knows who knows I know so I describe you as a dating expert how would you describe yourself yes that is how I am often described although sometimes it seems bizarre um so I'm a dating consultant and coach mm-hmm. I am a columnist I'm a writer um, I'm a speed dating host. Yes. I'm an events manager. So yeah, I'm a little bit of everything because if I can talk about dating, if I can write about dating and if I can have a room of single people and make them feel good, I do it. It's a huge thing, isn't it? A huge subject, dating. Yeah, it's a huge subject and somebody actually said to me recently, they were like, well, you're in a good business because that will never go out. Yeah. People will always be dating. (laughs) You're right, actually. So how do you actually find it? I'm interested. How do you find being a dating consultant when you've got the likes of Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and all the dating apps? A lot of it's online. Is it, does that make it trickier for you? Not for me. It does mean that most single people that come to me say, I hate the dating apps. Right. I'm sick of the dating apps. Where are all... Like the guys, where can I find the right women? You know, everybody does feel the same way about dating apps. Although I've just been chief bridesmaid for my bestest friend. And we used to joke all the time, actually. I say joke, but we would always be like, this is the guy for you. And she just, the type of guy that I knew she deserved and she wanted. She never dated. We actually, we were best friends at uni. We used to live together. And some of the guys she brought home. I was like, no. (laughs) No. And Good stories though, a bit. Oh my goodness, yes. That totally different podcast though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually, so somebody actually said to me recently, oh my God, you manifested her husband. And I was like, did we? Because, it's going to sound really cheesy, but we used to watch Frozen when we lived together all right. the time. So my friend had like downloaded it on a USB and we used to watch it before it was out. 
Oh, before it was out. Was before it one of those copies with people getting up to go get popcorn and stuff in the middle of it? Or? Yeah, so everyone used to come to us because we had a penthouse in Edinburgh and you could watch Frozen oh, when it wasn't wow. out yet. Oh my God. <laughs> Why didn't I know you then? I know. And then, anyway, so we always joked that her and I were, because we, we say we're like sisters, we were like, oh my God, we are literally Anna and Elsa. Like, she's just so happy and positive and I'm Elsa and I'm a bit cold and I'm really blonde and I kind of just want to live in a palace by myself. So we used to joke. Yes. And we always joked that Christoph was her perfect man she's like Christoph is my perfect man and she met a guy on tinder who was like blonde country tall and he's actually Christoph it's so funny so we just have this joke all the time um that is amazing so yeah it's funny now that I'm learning about manifesting and everyone's like you literally created him and we're like oh my god we did and that's so exciting so dating apps can work Uh but I also think it's because we knew exactly she knew exactly, but I'm going to say we because I'm with her in our journey. Yeah, you were involved. <laughs> um, and as soon as I met him, I was like, yes, we, we created him. That's so cool. So would you say then for people that are, because we're going to chat about relationships, dating and all the lovey stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But for people who are single, who are looking to find their, I'm going to use the phrase dream partner because she doesn't want to find their dream partner. Is that what you would say? Get specific on what you're looking for. Yes. So I am a dating coach mm-hmm. and I help single people. People are like, oh, like a pickup artist. And I'm like, no, I'm not Hitch. <laughs> and what I do with single people is I sit down and I speak to them as, as life coaching. I don't ever tell someone what they should and shouldn't do. I help people realise it themselves. And I do this exercise with people which looks back maybe on their last relationship or the last three years and what I do is I get them to write three columns and I want I get them to write a column where it's everything that's happened that they want to hold on to okay. from previous relationships. So it might be something like, that, right, you can say he was tall, right? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Everybody <laughs> says that. Um, family oriented. Well, I wouldn't. Callum's five foot four. <laughs> but you're so tiny. You're so tiny. Um, I'm like a big giant beside you. Um, family oriented. And then in the next column, I get it them to write down what they want to let go of so that could be inconsistency mm-hmm. um lived too far away whatever it was in their last relationships or their whatever keeps happening to them that they're just they don't want anymore mm-hmm. and then in the final column I get them to write what they want to create a partner who is ambitious and driven and has failed whatever it might be and they create that so there's a, and then what I help them realize from that is what they want and what they need. So for example, then going back to tall, you might want someone who's tall, but you don't need it. Very you true. Know, not up to me to say, but to <laughs> yes. help people realize where you do need someone who's funny and kind. Ah, yeah. So be really so values. Yeah, yeah. So be really, really specific about these traits that you want in a person. And then I want them to imagine how they will feel when they have that. I'm just going to move your mic because it's squeaking. Right, I'm just going to move it like this. There we go. That's fine. Does that sound better? That'll fix it. That's fine. Yes. So then from their wants and needs and have that realisation. And then when I started learning more about manifesting, I was like, oh my God, how brilliant is this task? For manifesting, because you do have to be really specific, which Mm -hmm. has been talked about in your pod before, and a couple of months ago, I've started doing that whenever it's a full moon, I sit for the night and I oh, give yay. myself that exercise where it's about relationships, sometimes about other areas in my life, but I'm single as well now. Um, and I do it and I've started manifesting using my own coaching exercise. That must be quite... quite difficult to put into motion I think if you're single because like you say I think in the modern day the modern world we do get so hung up on appearance and in particular I know kind of off pod when we were sitting in here we were talking about dating shows and in these dating shows like nine times out of ten in fact I would even say ten times out of ten they say what's your type and they're like tall dark handsome blue eyes or I like blonde I like green eyes I like this particular height and it's never really, I like someone who's honest, who's kind, um, someone who's going to treat me well, who's family oriented. So maybe that's where we're going wrong. So that's a very good task. Absolutely. <laughs> and you see the experts 
completely roll their eyes. You know, I've just been watching the latest season of Married at First Sight Australia because I was a bit behind on it. But one of the guys was so fixated on the fact his wife didn't have blue eyes. She had really beautiful green eyes. Every time I saw her, I was like, I can't believe the colour of her eyes. I'm so jealous Mm -hmm. that there were like emerald green and she knew like the makeup tips to wear and everything to really make. But he was so fixated on the fact (sighs) she didn't have blue eyes. And the experts were like, but she is looking to settle down. She wants kids. She wants to live by the beach. All these things that matter to your life. This is why we set you up. Oh my God. So it is, it's things like that. And people don't even realise their patterns. Yes, this is a big thing, isn't it? Patterns. Mm -hmm. Do you believe then that it is a a kind of ingrained belief in yourself about other people? So say, for example, if you think all women are this or all men are that, like all men are cheats and then all of your exes have cheated on you, is that because of that belief that you've got? Absolutely. And it is, you know, thinking about manifesting or whether it's just thinking about life coaching, what is in your mind is what you see. Yes. So for example, even for myself, you know, as well as being a dating expert, I'm also very honest about my own dating life. And it did kind of, my whole career did start with me just writing little blogs about the types of guys You're I had You're basically dated. Carrie Bradshaw of get, Sex in the City. Yeah, I get that before I even had my columns and things. Um, but I realised that for years I was so fixated on this one relationship in particular as well, but other relationships that hadn't worked out and I replayed them all in my head and I replayed everything I maybe liked about this guy, which was actually that he was tattooed and an artist and, and all those little things but kept replaying where the relationship went wrong. Yeah. And I just kept dating the wrong people. And now I just refuse to think back. The same cycle basically going over and over again. I do. I write down what I want to let go of from that and I burn it in a candle outside on a filming night and I let it go. If I could sing, I would have broken into Elsa. See, I am Elsa. (laughs) (laughs) You really are. I have had a few people who have been listening to the podcast and then messaged me on Insta through either my page or the Tune to the Moon page saying they've been really enjoying the episodes and stuff and a few people in particular have said either I'm going through a really bad breakup just now or I've just been through a divorce or I'm looking to manifest my kind of ideal partner there are a lot of people right now I don't know if it's the 2022 vibes or if it's the moon whatever's going on people are looking for love so this is a really good place to start writing down what you don't want what you want to let go of literally burn it get rid of it and then actually focus on what you do want do you find that social media, again, because it's a huge part of our lives, that's a hard thing in getting over somebody, an ex, whether they've hurt you or not, because you can just go onto their profile and see if they've moved on and what's happening? Yes, oh my God, absolutely. And it's one of those things as well as you go on. And people obviously put their best moments on social media. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you maybe go onto your ex's page and they're maybe like in a nice shirt having a pint with the boys and you're like oh he's gonna like take some girl home tonight and <laughs> oh my god and then he's gonna like fall in love with her and you just you, spiral you spiral yes. you know and I have I had done that back before and it's so right and you know when your friends like block him oh but you no know, block him like right. really let so you go you would say that's that's the kind of best way to deal with social media if you can't let go is to block uh-huh. and right. write down I can't express how important it is to write things down and you don't have to take it out on a moon you know a film and burn it like I did but write down what you want to let go of Mm -hmm. but also acknowledge what you did like about that relationship okay and what you do want to keep from it but really acknowledge what you don't want to move forward with. Maybe not keeping like your ex's clothes though and no keeping de- items, just keep no. values. No, because the universe then knows that they're still around. Oh, it's just basically putting it out, what, what you want and what you don't want. Also, if somebody's going through heartbreak, have you ever... Yeah, I have went through heartbreak quite recently actually. Oh no, um, you don't need to get into it. No, I will. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Because um, so I, I haven't ever, I don't think. Oh. Yeah. Um, so last year, actually, when I had started manifesting, uh-huh. um, I met this guy. I, well, he'd always kind of been around. It's a long story. But we, there was a thing in my head. We were sort of chatting a wee bit more. 
and I had never met him in person. It was through Instagram. And I thought, mm, if he asked me for a glass of wine, I would go. Uh-huh. And the next day, he asked if I would like to go for a glass of wine the following week. Oh. Um, so I was like, yeah. And then I kind of talked myself out of it. And then I went. And as soon as I sat down, it was amazing. And it seemed too good to be true. I could not believe this person. And he really liked me. And he was a planner. And he pictured me in his future. So I was even in two minds because I was like, this is too good to be true. Mm -hmm. And a part of me was like, oh, my gut, my gut. And I was putting my dating coach head on. I was like, dude, you're just not used to this. You're not used to someone who's so open, who really wants you. This is exactly what you asked for. And I was like, I think I'm just overwhelmed. I've never had this. And then, um, you know, we had boots to go away for New Year. We had Christmas plans. We had a lot of plans for 2022. He actually had so many plans. I was like, you're right, you need to calm down a little bit. We can do all of this. Wow. Um, it's really exciting, though. That sounds full on, I'm not going to lie. That it sounds was, mental. It was a bit full on, um, but I was really trying to not sabotage it because that's another oh, yeah. thing that yeah, we, yeah. we do and it's something I can talk about a wee bit after. And then he just started going a wee bit quieter and then um, he, he had covid so I was totally in two minds again. I was up to high dough. I was like, this is over. And everybody was like, Jade, you're insane. He is in love with you. Remember how unwell you were when you had COVID? I was like, something's not right. Something's not right. I was like, okay, so either he's died or he <laughs> doesn't want to be with me anymore. Like, this is actually... And everyone's like, right. I was like, really trying to get myself to calm down. Got to the end of the week and I'd left him a voicemail and I was like crying. I was like, can I just know you're Okay. And I looked at my phone and I had a message from him on WhatsApp and the picture was gone. So I'd already been blocked by the time I read this message. Oh my God. Yes, that's another that's another thing. If the picture's gone, mm-hmm. you're blocked on their WhatsApp. And um, he was like, Hi, um, this week has changed. So he actually had a daughter and him and his partner had been separated for four years. And he had very much been like, she ended it. It was the right thing to do. We're both happy. There was nothing in my head uh-huh. to make me think it was anything. And he was like, this week has made us realise... We want to move forward as a family. Oh. And that was like, he ripped it away from me. Oh my God. And you know what I mean? You're so tired and things anyway. And I was yeah. literally on my floor crying oh. like And especially child. like after this shit time we've had, like lockdown and stuff and then finding someone that you thought was so right for you. I know. And oh I was God. on I was on the phone to my mum. So obviously she was like being proper mum and she was furious. And she was like, he's a narcissist. And I have realised that. I, I do love that about mums when they're just yeah. like... Um, taking your side and my mum is very spiritual and very much like witchy and she's actually an astrologist so she's oh really wow oh my god and she was so angry when she went why did the universe send you him she was so angry and I just went because I needed this chapter in my book <gasps> yes and since I said that Woo-hoo. I was like that's it and the <gasps> next morning I was talking to a friend of mine he voice noted me he's like it's another chapter for your book babe and I went that's exactly what oh I said oh my god yes so I said to him, I was like, who's going to play you in the Netflix series? <laughs> and he's like, oh, and who's, he was like, who's going to play you? And I was like, I don't know, who do you think? And then that ended up being the game with all my friends that Aww. week to kind of like look forward yeah. and not make a joke about it, but how I'm going to learn from it. So that was how I sort of got over my break. Obviously lots and lots of wine, um, <laughs> yeah. but the conversation about who's going to play us all in the Netflix series when my books made in. <laughs> oh my God, that is this book in motion? Yes, it oh, is brilliant! Because obviously I've been blogging everything, and people, I am. Um, I had put on my stories, sort of what had happened, and I was inundated with messages, uh-huh. mainly from women, but some guys too. Going, that's happened to me. I've been love bombed by a narcissist, and they've love pulled away from me. By a narcissist. That sounds. Doesn't that sound like a BBC Three documentary? Yeah, love bombed by a narcissist. It's actually quite Mondays traumatic, and you know, luckily because of how I am and how I see things, and the support group I have around me, and my experience. Whereas a lot of people would not be able to pull themselves out of a situation like I went through. Yes. Especially over Christmas and New Year and trying to oh not God, get COVID true. so I could see my nan and oh, all. That all was very recent, wasn't it? That's yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you. If you have, because I, I genuinely haven't experienced heartbreak. Like, I'm not going to lie. I am not, I've not, we briefly touched on this before we started recording. I've never really been truly single. Like if I'm a bit of a love monkey, I've always just kind of went relationship and then not really been looking for a relationship, but I ended up finding another one. And that's just me. And I've got actually a few friends but in the exact same pattern, um, which is hilarious. So, and now obviously this is a good one. We've got a house, we've got a dog. Um, and I feel like this is kind of a an ingrained belief as well from my mum because she's always been very honest with me maybe not too honest but just very honest from a young age 
and she's always just been like what's for you won't go by you and see at the end of the day I think it's because she wanted to protect me I'm an only one and she's had some bad experiences in the past and she was like someone's gonna cheat on you they're gonna cheat on you they're gonna leave they're gonna leave you need to just pick yourself up and I just kept going with my life and was like okay that's that chapter done that book's closed cool it's a new day and I just never I just have never felt that heartbreak so I'm interested um, and I promise I'm not a cold bitch I'm a nice person but I'm interested if you have been heartbroken I know you obviously said wine helped of course it did Mm -hmm. what else would you say so if somebody's listening to this right now they're maybe in a in a state of heartbreak you know something's pretty raw it might not even be raw it might have been years ago and they just can't get themselves back out there they've got no confidence how would you say is best to get over heartbreak or you know start really working on yourself to be able to get over that and get out there yeah talk to talk to people Mm -hmm. um there's obviously experts like me um I will happily have a free one-to-one chat with anybody and I will share this exercise with you so you can put it up on your Instagram as well just the three columns write it all down what you want to let go of what you want to hold on to from that heartbreak like there was if your heart was in it there was things there was qualities in that person Mm -hmm. so remember those ones and write down what you want to create going forward and just really start trying I know it sounds so hard and it's like oh it's easy to say start trying and please know that you are not the only one and and that's why with what I do the amount of people that message and thank me for saying like even my Instagram page has Mm -hmm. has saved them because they feel like they're the only one who just can't find someone or has dated a narcissist or has you know there was a relationship that I just could not let go of and I wrote about it last year um and so many people were like oh my god I thought it was just me that had that obsession with someone that I couldn't shake for years so please know that if you're going through that you're not the only person to go through that and I think it probably it probably does feel sometimes like you are the only one especially as life goes on you know you're you're at school and you're all young and then one minute boom it's like everyone's getting excited over at your fryers so if it's you and your pals like the only way I can relate to it right now is that all my friends are either pregnant have a child or are engaged yes me and Callum have a house and a dog we're extremely lucky but I feel that pressure yeah so I can't you know if one of us was to be single that's a huge kind of um it's like a oh what's the word when you're like a minority basically Mm -hmm. it puts you out from the rest so I can understand how some people just feel they can't talk to their pals about it yeah I mean with my group of friends from back home in Presswick where I'm from a lot of them I love Presswick Beach so nice a lot of them have been in relationships you know since we were like 20 22 And then I moved off to the city and I'm dating all these people and I've never... And some of the girls in my group, like, we'd be on a night out and stuff and they'd be crying because they were drunk and they're like, I'm single and I don't have a boyfriend. And I was always like, what? (laughs) And they always said things like, oh, it's easy for you and you're good at being single. I'm good at being... I I didn't think I had a choice, but to get on with it. That's interesting because I've heard people saying that before. I think I've probably said that to people too, like, oh, you're better at being single than me. Yeah, yeah exactly and it's how you look at it and how you look at yourself so I definitely say write things down talk to professionals find activities I obviously host speed dating and even before yes I want to talk about this in depth in a minute um and even before the pandemic I was so passionate about it and people would come and at the end of the night they'd be like I didn't even meet someone I want to date but I've had a great night hmm. I kept thinking why is that and I kept talking to people and I was like do you know what it's because people are so used to sitting on their sofa, swiping on Tinder, seeing happy relationships on Instagram, feeling rubbish about themselves. Then they come out to a bar, they get a bit dressed up, they feel a bit nice about themselves. They come here and there's a room of 30, 40 other single people. Yes, in the same boat. In the exact same mm-hmm. boat. And people go, oh my God, it's not just me. Oh, that's and so important. Like, what The thing about speed dating as well is people come to that who are genuinely looking for something. They want to meet someone and unfortunately with the dating apps and with social media people can be really cruel and I have had such cruel things said to me I have been oh my god what on dating apps yeah I have been fat shamed I've been skinny shamed I literally I was I've been told I look boring I was like 
Okay, what great. The, why do people do that? That's another thing. I've never been on dating apps. Yeah, I'm only 26, so. but like I met Callum at work. So that's yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I have a blog and it was like things guys have said to me and so many people were like, oh that's my goodness. Horrible. So when you come to something like speed dating, even if two people sit down and they know they don't fancy each other, they're still yeah. going to be really kind and nice. Yeah. And everybody has a great night. You know, I was speed dating last night and people were just like buzzing and I've found maybe a potential man, but also two new friends from my mum, so I can't wait for my mum's <laughs> hands to be dating. So yeah, it's just such a good vibe and the staff love working at speed dating events. Yeah. And it is a confidence boost. Uh-huh. Um, and it's also a kind of joke. I was on... BBC Radio with Paul C. Brunson. You know, oh, know. don't even. <laughs> Honestly, I love Paul Brunson and so much. I was talking about speed dating and what I, I do. I can't leave your pals with him. <laughs> I want to go out and pals. I don't know with Instagram him. message and like, but he does like my Instagram post. Oh, check um, you. I'll get you on. I'll get, I'll get him to tag it. Um, <laughs> and tag the pod. Get yeah. Paul listening. I will. I will. He <laughs> believes in affirmations and things as well. I know. I listen to his every morning. Yes, he's amazing. Anyway, we could totally go off onto that. But um, he, we were on the radio and the presenter said to Paul, what do you think about speed dating? Mm-hmm. And he was like, right, wait for it. Here we go. I think speed dating is the single best thing a single person can do. And he was like, it's almost like practice. It's your dating game. So then we ended up joking about how it was like the gym and your muscle. And you know what? If you do 12 four-minute dates, you've actually made your muscle a little bit stronger. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Speed dating is like the gym because you kind of don't want to go and you force yourself to go and then you're always glad you went. (laughs) This is very true. So explain it to me and maybe someone else who has never done speed dating. You're basically Stella Black. <laughs> yes, I was called Stella Black last night, actually. So, so what, um, what actually is it, what's involved in one of your events? Let's chat about that. Okay, so I would only run the event if there was going to be minimum of eight dates for you, because I just don't think, but yeah. a lot of the time we have round about 15 to 20. Oh my God, that's a lot of people. No, So everyone Jeez. comes in. Um, so I'll just talk about if it was like straight male and, and women. Okay. Right? So I maybe have, say 18 guys come in, 18 women come in. I get them all registered and I give everyone a number. Oh, and, I'm excited already. It's funny because I know you Bye, like Callum. numbers. <laughs> and I'm always like, number four. I'm like, oh, it's my lucky number. And then oh. sometimes people go, can I not be number five? Or sometimes people are like, can I please be number seven? Isn't you know? that funny? Like numbers are just important mm. to people. <laughs> Usually what happens is the ladies stay seated just because heels, cocktails, handbags, mm. it's just easier. However, if there is someone with a disability, and we did have a guy in a wheelchair once, but ten, tends to be that the ladies sit down. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you're a lady number two. Oh, thanks. Love that. And then, <laughs> so the first date would be gentleman number two. Okay. So you would have four minutes and then I ring my wee bell and you get 10 seconds to quickly say bye and then you write down number two, John. And then John will move on and then you would have... The next guy. Oh, I want to go to one. So Damn. I know every single Callum's person. away on a stag for a week in a few months. I might <laughs> go along with some speed dating then. Well, you should come and co host. He'll come home and he's, um, his bags are packed. I found John number two. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh my God, now if I meet a number two, John, I'm going to be like, this is so weird. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so it works that way. And then there's usually a break kind of in the middle. And then at the end of the, after the speed dating round, I to people listen you're more than welcome to go home however if you want to stay we'll all sit as a group and that that has been more and more successful as time goes so usually most people stay it and Mm. we all sit around the big table and I kind of sit in the middle and I talk a little bit about what I do and things um and yeah we all just sit together and have a blether and you've seen women make friends you know like there was two women and they both had teenage sons Mm -hmm. the same age and we're like oh I feel like I can leave them alone on a Wednesday night and come out so they decided there was nobody there that night so they'll come together the next time oh that's really nice it's always night time you do it at the minute it's mainly been night time but I did host just after when lockdown was starting to ease last year I did um some singles coffee mornings oh nice um so you just kind of come along so it was like a speed dating event but it was bring a banana loaf (laughs) (laughs) oh god that really seemed banana loaf gives me a bit of ptsd from lockdown me too Um, 
but yes, yeah, so I've done like coffee mornings, but I'm going to be looking um, to work with other people, hopefully in the summer. I'm just so ready for lockdown and vaccine passports and, and things to be out the way. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm going to look at it's bringing people together with similar interests as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, even going back to like my coaching exercise, I want somebody I can go hill walking with. Yeah. Right? And yep. dating apps, you won't know, but a lot of dating apps, like just looking for someone to bag Monroe's with. But that's actually really important for <laughs> yeah. some people. And there's some people who would be like, that is my idea of hell. We're not compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to do like hill walking for singles. I have started doing LGBTQ plus nights. Um, um, I'm an absolute ally for it and it's something I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got nights where it might just be like gay men, right? Mm-hmm. So you identify as men and you only want to date male. Like men, that's absolutely fine. Same for women. And then I actually have LGBTQ plus nights where it's like if you're in that community, come along. Lovely, you know, so then yeah. that's just people who are bisexual, pansexual. Of course. And again, that's very much a friendship thing as well. And that's also very important, I think, because um, when you think of speed dating, a lot of it was maybe stuck in the past and it is just heterosexual. So yeah. it's really important. Actually, yeah. that's amazing that you kind of cover everybody everybody's involved yeah there was a speed dating night I had it was um in their 20s and it was you know straight male female uh-huh. and this girl pulled me aside at the end she's like hi she was like you're a dating coach can I talk to you and she basically was like I don't know what my sexuality is I'm really confused like I think and I was like how old are you and she's like 23 and I was like you're 23 like she was such a baby and I was like it's okay you don't need to actually label it and you yeah. don't need to say it. I was like do you want to just come just come and meet people yep and just surround yourself by people and you will you will feel it when you meet somebody. Yeah. yeah. And like it all comes back to what you say about actually having an idea of values instead of having the perfect looking partner in your head. Because then like that, you know, that could contribute to a lot of factors if you think this person's actually really nice and kind and seems very genuine and that's yeah. more important. I think for me it is like how how you f- want to feel when you're with somebody and I recently spoke to a friend and she swears that she manifested her husband they just got married oh, a couple wow. months ago and she was like for me and it was something I really related to as well she went for me I wanted someone I could dance with at weddings not my <laughs> own wedding but I just and I was like oh my god I always talk about going to weddings oh, yeah. and I would want someone like with my group from back home it's a big group people have known each other forever yeah. there's quite a lot of extroverts in the group I would want someone that could be at the bar with them for a little bit while I chat to the girls I love that it's so important when they get on with your own pals yeah. yeah so she literally she's like I had this playlist of songs that I love to dance to at weddings and I pictured how I would feel dancing with my dream man Aww. at my friend's wedding she was like, I pictured that feeling and that's what she has now. And Aww. oh my goodness, it's so lovely. She's like, I just I pictured dancing to yeah. certain songs and now we do, we dance Just shows you how important like visualisation and stuff actually is. And especially when it comes to dating, I think we can neglect that because of how we, we think about things, you know, like um, all women are liars or all men are cheats or whatever. You just then have that kind of ingrained belief and you refuse to kind of, move from it and then that's when those cycles and patterns just keep repeating whereas if you actually look at what you want and need importantly that's when the the magic happens and everything kind of blossoms you were talking a bit about or you touched on sabotaging Mm -hmm. so speak to me a bit bit more about that like is it self-sabotage or is it relationships I think it's self-sabotage and it is because of that habit Uh and a lot of people get to this point and I have been there where you don't believe that you're going to have that happy relationship Mm. that you do deserve you don't believe you deserve it and you don't believe it's going to happen so that's why when you hear I mean I'm sure everybody's heard it but I had a friend who just was dating the worst guys and then she met this guy and they lived on the same street and they had never seen each other. <laughs> My mum was like, oh, back in the day, they would have met at the post office, but they met on Tinder. Oh. <laughs> and she's had a couple of dates, and she went, mm, I think he's too nice. And I was like, right, oh enough. Oh, my God, what is it when people seen that? I was watching Celebs Go Dating last night, and someone said that, too mm-hmm. nice. They're and it was actually nice. Paul C. Brunson who was sitting there like, what? They're too yes. nice. And I was like, yes, because you need a nice guy, and you're yeah. not used to it, so your body is... Like, because we're not used to it. It's our, almost rejecting it. Uh-huh, our body is like, oh, I don't know how to handle this. And it's actually fear. Like, you're fear. so afraid to let I yourself go. 
and hey, I experienced it and I thought that's what I was going through with that last relationship but it was actually my gut telling me no but never mind I yeah. learned from it um, you learned from it of course but yeah so that's kind of what self-sabotage oh he's too nice he's too keen I said that you know oh. oh he's a bit too keen and then I had to have a chat with myself going no I'm just not used to this yeah I'm not used to somebody who actually wants to plan ahead with me yeah because you complain if it's the opposite mm -hmm. they're not making enough effort which is exactly what I did so I was literally Goldilocks last year because I had been seeing a guy for almost a year and I just wasn't getting enough I just wasn't getting enough it was just a bit too chilled out a bit too and it's not that he was like cheating or there was any it was just it wasn't enough it yeah. wasn't enough forward planning and then suddenly I met this guy he's like right I'm a planner we're doing this, this. and I was a bit like oh <laughs> slow down so I'm literally Goldilocks so I'm looking for my one who's just right with the planning oh. and that's important as well I think for you to be so honest because people coming along to like a speed dating event and it's not like you're standing and saying I am perfect and I have met Mr. Right we met when we were 16 we've been together forever and you should go and do the same and it's a shame that you've not found somebody at whatever age you are you're actually saying I've had these experiences I'm single myself like that's so relatable I think that's important Thank you. And I do. I get so many messages from people like on Instagram and even on my speed dating nights. At the end of the night, I've had women just be like, oh, thank God for you. And I was like, oh, so sweet. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to to be that person. And I've always kind of joked I've been a professional single. And then <laughs> I like that. Um, with my last relationship on our first date, he said to me, he's like, right, well, listen, like Adele and Taylor Swift, they have written they've made their life on being heartbroken yep so what about you is that like can you not get into a relationship because of that but because I've really focused on myself and what I want I was like no as much as I shared about my heartbreak and how difficult it's been mm -hmm. I do still believe I'm going to find the relationship I know I want and deserve yeah and you've had all that experience and I'll still do what I do but it will I will still always reflect on my own stories, but it will be a lot more going into like the one-to-one -one coaching. Yeah. And yeah, but I will bring up to people, listen, this is what happened to me and it was a bit hard, but these, yeah. are, these are the skills. Can learn are, from you. Yeah, this is what I did. This is what I focused on. You know, those little things. So a little bit of a mix of being that expert in the industry, but sharing my own experiences. And hopefully that kind of helps people relate, especially with something as sensitive as finding your dream partner and it probably comes a lot down to self-love as well if you are maybe you know heartbroken or you've got a belief that you are not good enough which is horrible or you're not feeling confident in yourself that's when you really need to because I can imagine you know somebody listening to this thinking that all sounds great and I'd love to go speed dating but I'm just not confident enough it must just take that I guess it's the mindset you know just getting in the frame of mind to say I deserve somebody who's gonna love me and treat me well and just do it so do they sign up for is it like a, a link on your Instagram page yeah, or? yeah if you're on my Instagram page you can find it and it's there was literally a woman last night so two friends had come together yeah. now one thing I will quickly say is so many women especially mentioned me going none of my friends are single I can't come alone and I'm like honestly you should see the way all the women just sit together straight away oh nice I'm there as your wing woman it's a kind and safe place but there was two women last night who came as friends and one of them was like, I didn't even get to think about whether I wanted to come after we booked it. She was like, because she was giving me every excuse. She tried to tell me she had COVID <laughs> and everything. And she was like, I know. She was like, I really tried to find a reason not to come. She said, I've had the best night. Thank you. Good. She said, I've had the best night and little things like that. And it's, it is hard and I give everyone a round of applause and I say to everyone, I was really brave for you to come here. And if you've been before and you've come back, that's really brave as well. Well done. I do give everyone a round of applause everyone feels just feeling that little bit more confident yeah. and you know like even if there's somebody that you don't like and they but you can see that they've ticked you you're like oh somebody does want to date me just for four oh, minutes so is that is that what you were saying at the, the end of it you tick who you'd like to go on a date with her yes yeah, so it's all done privately so the next day and um, they get like a link and then they tick who they want to meet okay and then you can see who's ticked you and then details are only swapped if two people tick each other though Oh, and are you in charge of that then? No, I've got, well, yes and no. So I work for other companies as well. Right, so okay. they hire me to host it. So they, they have a head office oh, that brilliant. does it all. But with my own, yeah, I sit and match it. Oh, that's so nice as well. Like you're saying a little confidence boost as well if you get a wee tick or... I know, and it's yeah. so nice. And oh, actually last night when we were all sitting as a group, 
I hadn't realised, like some people had left, but then someone pointed going, oh my God, do you see that there's two people sitting over there in our booth together? And I was like, so they are. And one of the other women was like, oh, I spoke to her. They had actually been on a virtual speed dating night in April 2020. Oh my God. And then they spoke for ages, but because of lockdown, there was nothing they could do and they stopped talking. And oh. she came up to me at the end of the night and she burst out crying oh. with happiness and gave me the biggest hug. And she went, I have thought about him just about every day since I first met him on virtual speed dating. Oh, how nice is that? And then last night they were both there and they didn't know each other was going to be there. And that's the... Oh. That's so nice. I just love that speed dating is a thing. Like, I just think it sounds so cool. How do you find, like, the venues and stuff? I just sort of speak to the venues. I just ask when I'm there. Is is Um, it just in Glasgow or do you do them elsewhere? At the minute, I'm just in Glasgow. Um, Although I have a phone call actually about going back to Presswick and doing the venue where I used to work in. Oh, um, amazing. Have asked me to go back, so that's really interesting. Um, and then. I, oh, God, you see all the old school pals. I know. Oh, my God. And then I had like. I've actually had a message on LinkedIn last week from um, a place in Newcastle asking me to go down and host. Oh, how good would that and, be? Um, everyone's like, when are you coming to Edinburgh? When are you coming to Perth? And yes. I've got quite a lot of followers in London, and there's so much like this in London, uh-huh. but they want to come to my events. I think people like the fact that I'm so vulnerable as yeah. well. And you've got your own podcast too. I do have my own uh-huh. podcast. Give us a little, on you go, sell oh, it to me. So it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's really, really good and very um, informative, especially for people who are on that kind of journey of self-discovery and trying to find a partner, a relationship, love. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a columnist for Glasgow Girls Club. Yes. So I'm a dating columnist for them and I'm co-columnist with Jane Fulton, who I actually met during lockdown at a book club. She's and she great. was like, by the way, I've been reading your blog. You're an amazing writer. I've been kind of writing a book about my dating. Do you, can you it's read it for such me? such a good book, isn't it? Yeah, and we became really close and we were like, we should have a podcast. What's her book? Is it 30 Reasons to Swipe? Left. left. See, yeah. I'm this. I actually feel like a, a dinosaur. I, I'm like, what's right and what's left and what's good. And what, it's such a funny book. Though I read um, that when I had COVID and it made me feel so much better. Yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, and we just totally clicked. And I think, especially during lockdown, we were both single as well. So uh, that was really nice to have. And because we both were writing about our dating experience, although mine was out there. Um, so we've got our podcast all about dating Mm -hmm. so we speak to dating experts as well as people with inspirational stories of finding love and um so for example we've had like the matchmaker uk on we've had the uk's top dating coach on we've had experts in the field we had done a course at uni um the science of attraction so Mm -hmm. it's all about evolutionary psychology and our caveman instincts Uh so dr mcleod who teaches that she came on to talk about the science of attraction oh wow but then for example we've had laura from glasgow girls club and she came on to tell us about this blind date that she went on with Uh no interest of meeting somebody because she was going traveling yep so she had that experience but they fell in love they she they stayed together Mm -hmm. while she went traveling now they're married they've got a wee girl so it's a it's a total mix and i desperately need you to come on and i know i would love to being in a relationship with someone who's in the same industry because some people would really want that and some people really don't want that Mm. so the the (laughs) pros and cons of it and how you yeah that kind of came about like unexpectedly and yeah it does it definitely does have pros and cons like you know it's obviously it's very understanding you see for example like a lot of my um friends will say to me oh my god I don't know how you you, I hate this language but they say like I don't know how you can let Callum DJ in clubs and I'm like well I'm not we don't let each other do anything like we just accept you know we don't we're not like you can't do this and you can't do that and but you know a few people have said to me about Callum like DJing in clubs um till maybe like three four in the morning and then being like oh my god do you not worry that there's like girls all done up and beautiful and hanging about the DJ booth and I'm like literally not at all like it's his job and I do trust him and I know that that's um I know how Callum thinks and I'm not being funny but like I know that all is on his mind is getting a Big Mac and getting home (laughs) to to me and the dog it's probably not even so much me just the dog um he's got a lot of pride in like his house and stuff I know that he's doing that gig to save up to get the garden done and stuff do you know what I mean like I'm just like no and it's the same with 
on the flip side of that I guess that's why it's really good to be in the same industry because then my friends will then maybe say to me oh my god does that bother you when they'll just call them creeps when creeps on Instagram message you and I'm like no not really and they say does it bother Callum and I say not, not at all like he doesn't get annoyed or jealous because and neither neither do I we just it's a mutual understanding yeah that was one yeah. of the other things I want to speak to you about on you know my podcast like yeah we'll go into like deeper on yours of, of an influencer <laughs> and, and how that is with dating and yeah. insecurities and I think when people say things oh how do you let that's their own insecurities and that's their yeah. own trauma and actually that's something they need to work work yes. through um I don't have you know I some people are like, I, I need somebody who makes this amount of money or whatever. That's yeah. not for me. Um, as long as they work and pay their taxes. But I know oh, yeah. I want to be with somebody who loves what they do. I don't want somebody who hates their job, who isn't motivated, who yep. isn't driven and comes home every day and moans about it. Yeah, That's not my vibe. Nah. I don't want that. Um, and then especially given what I do and talking about dating and being in a room full of single people that could cause insecurities mm-hmm. and I couldn't be with somebody who was insecure yeah. you know like I have been chatted up I do get chatted up sometimes when I'm speed dating I'm always like I'm here to facilitate not date and with mm. my last relationship man it was good I would tell him I'd be like oh this guy was asking what my boyfriend did this weekend and he was like always oh, trying to grill and figure out if there's any flaws <laughs> and and the thing is as well it's it's been comfortable with I've got a lot of guy friends and I just I think it's so healthy to have I mean let's be honest it's bloody 2022 I'm so sick of gender coming into it but a lot of the time I know people are still very insecure about people being friends with the opposite sex and I am friends with a lot of guys and talk to a lot of them quite frequently and I'm very open about it as well to Callum I'm texting this person messaging that person and I think that's important and you need to be very transparent and I've noticed it so many times I've actually noticed it with my guy friends as well that when they've got into relationships they've maybe stopped texting for a while and then two years down the line they're like hiya stranger how are you and I'm like oh you're you're comfortable now like that's fine but there's that and I get it we all sometimes leave our pals for a few months when we're in that honeymoon phase but how important is it to have friends of the opposite sex oh my god it's so and I think that's part of the reason I have been quite kind of um maybe clued up a little bit because I've been friends with guys since I was 16 and mm-hmm. they've been I'm brutally honest to be fair um yeah and again, it, that how people react to your own friendships are their own insecurities. For yeah. example, one of my best friends, um, we've been friends since we were 16, right? Once when I was 17, we kissed on a drunken night and we were like, that was weird. I mean, come on, you're 17, right? let's be honest. Now we're friends. And at my 21st, so long ago, he brought his new girlfriend and I said to her, please don't ever be jealous. And she's like, no, it's fine. And I said to him, if you ever hurt her, I will hunt you down. I don't care if you're my friend. And then they got married a a few years ago. And there was photos from the wedding. And there was one of me giving him a wee kiss on the cheek at that night. And I had a friend at the time who's not in my life anymore. And she had been married and he had cheated on her. And then at that time, she was actually seeing a married man. So clearly her head was not in a good place. Yeah, yeah, scrambled. And she was like, who's that you're kissing in that picture? And I was like, the groom. And she was like, I can't believe he's put that on his Facebook, that you kissed him on the cheek on his wedding. I was like, what? Like, I just couldn't get my head around. (laughs) And we're like, she's actually insane. Like, yeah, but that's her own trauma. You're so right. It's it's probably not something to to laugh at because it's it's probably a a good thing that I, I don't feel that, but you're right it is your own trauma and your own insecurity definitely um god I'm just thinking I'm probably too far like I I literally tell all of Callum's pals that I love them I'm like hugging them and I'm like I love you I love you um I'm just like such an open person right in front of him I'm like oh I love you um he he just doesn't care but But you um, should love your partner's friends and you know like (laughs) with, with one of my friends who's about to get married um you know, at New Year, her fiance hugged me and he was like, I love you. And I was like, I love you. Uh-huh. Well, she was like, she, she, then she's got emotional just watching us say oh. I love you to each other. It's very important, I think, that you can all kind of mingle together in a, I know we've been talking about relationships and dating, but in a, a friendship way that's not any kind of threat. And Find your tribe. Find your tribe. And, you know, like we actually, this couple I just spoke about, he's actually originally from Belfast and we, a few of us went over to Belfast a couple of months ago for his birthday and I was the only, there was actually two single guys 
And so they shared a room. So I ended up being with this couple mm-hmm. on his birthday weekend. And I had I had my own double bedroom, my own bathroom. Love it. And one of my friends, one of the ones who'd actually said to me, oh, you're so good at being single and it's easy for mm. you. She was like, that was a thrown me over the edge. Going what? as the only single girl. And I was like, oh my God, what? And I just, you know, especially because this group of friends, I've known them for over 10 years. Yeah. And that when we go to weddings or when we go on holidays or when we just have a night out and people say to me, you're the only single one. And I was like, I just don't even notice why you know, are you like pointing that out though that's the saying you're the only one with blonde hair yeah like, i'm also the only one with blonde hair why point that out oh my god maybe it is an insecure thing and that's why you you should probably help them all you no, i am trying to help but yeah so but, do you also do like coaching like one-to-one yeah i do one-to-one coaching yeah. last night somebody said to me she went are you a counselor and i was like oh kind of i'm i'm like a life coach but yeah. i specialize in people who are single and it is to help with confidence mm-hmm. Um, and to kind of encourage maybe to do things like speed dating yeah. or whatever, but to really focus on wants and needs and what you deserve for confidence. Yeah. We need to know that. Are there any other bits of advice or anything that you would like to give to single people? Just oh, put on the spot. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, you've covered like 50 minutes of oh, yeah. brilliant advice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it is just to know that you're not alone and there's so there might not be anyone in your immediate group who's in the same position as you mm-hmm. like I've talked about but there's so many other people even in Glasgow I have one or two speed dating events a week which usually have around 30 wow. to 40 people come there's a lot of single people around here yes and they are all feeling a bit fed up of the apps and I'm not saying don't use the apps especially after the pandemic everyone wants to get out and about don't they yeah but limit your app time and do other things yeah. and do a new gym class or just go out for dinner with your friends or just, I, I, like, I love going to walk by myself. I'll take, I, I joke. I like I, that. I'm like, whatever, I'll date myself. I take myself for a glass of wine. I don't care. But That's very important. Which I know a lot of people wouldn't do mm-hmm. and that's absolutely fine. I'm not saying everyone has to do that, but just find what gives you peace and find other people to talk to or, you know, obviously come to my website read my blogs but there's so many things out there and there's loads of instagrams about people who are single and going through this exact thing you're not alone and just find other stories to make you realize you're not alone that that's the best start is there anything that you want to plug do you have any events coming up I have quite a few events coming up and there's so many that my head is a bit mush. <laughs> February is so busy. And of course, like, the, the month of love. Well, I don't actually think that's why February's busy for speed dating. Because everyone says that, they're like, oh, you must be busy because it's Valentine's Day. And I'm like, no, I think it's because there's Christmas and then January. And I think January is probably how the whole of lockdown was. It's like when you're single and you're maybe, you're skin, you're doing dry January, yes. you're, you're putting on a bit of weight, you're feeling a bit like, and you're like, right, New Year's resolution, I have to do something else. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why February is quite busy. Busy. So my website is www.jadeddating.com mm-hmm. and you can find me on Instagram, which is jaded.dating and Facebook is jadeddatinglife. It's a very good, I'll need to follow you on Facebook. It's a very good Instagram page. Oh, thank you. You'll love it. And even like someone like me who's not single, I can take pieces, little bits of information from it. And it's a, it's a great page to so make sure you follow it at jd.dating. Thank you so much, Jade. Oh, it's been so fun to talk to you. It's been so lovely to chat to you. And hopefully you have taken some lovely little pieces of info from Jade's chat. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Anchor and follow at Tune to the Moon Limited on Instagram and also make sure you give us a little rating or a review if you've listened and push us up those charts. Thank you so much and I will see you again on Tuesday.